It only took Maggie McClure three days of work to make enough money to operate the Scarlet Saddle Dance Hall and Saloon for an entire year. Of course, those three days were chock full of drunken cowboys, fist fights, and girls in $500 cowboy boots that would probably never see the dirt of an arena ever again. But that was the glory of the Professional Rodeo Riders Association Finals Week in Broken Branch. It brought in three times the town's entire population's worth of spectators for only a few days, making the local economy skyrocket in its wake. Taking a deep breath, Maggie waltzed back behind the bar and grabbed four long-necked bottles for table two, twisting the caps off and tossing them into a half-galvanized bucket sitting on the floor. Even though she had three waitresses and two bartenders manning their posts, they were still busy enough for her to get in on the action herself. Swamped again today, her lead bartender Nick declared over the roar of the crowd and the sound of the band. Glad for it, she said with a laugh. Maybe after this whole thing is over, I'll take myself on a vacation to the coast of somewhere beautiful. You? Leave this place? He snickered. Why, Margaret McClure, that may be the funniest thing I've heard all year. Maggie shot him a go-to-hell smile before grabbing a tray and delivering drinks to her intended table. The truth was, Nick was sort of right. Her entire life had revolved around the bar, ever since she was a little girl. When her father died five years ago, it only made sense that she took over, even if it meant leaving a man she loved more than anything else behind. She had just finished taking another table's drink order and was headed back behind the bar when the sound of shouting started up. Already way too familiar with drunken cowboys brawling on a Saturday night, Maggie knew during finals week it meant big trouble. Whipping her head around in the direction of the ruckus, she quickly realized the scene was as chaotic as it could have possibly been. Even the band paused, craning their necks to see what was going on. Two men, one with a straw cowboy hat still atop his head, and one whose baseball cap had been partially knocked off, were going at it, throwing ill-placed punches at each other by the front door. A nearby brunette in a too-short-for-her-age denim miniskirt screamed at them to stop fighting. "'Hank!' Maggie shouted to her bouncer, hoping desperately to get his attention before the fight escalated to an all-out brawl. "'Hank, get him to knock it off!' As he stepped forward to break the two men up, poor Hank took a sucker punch that he wasn't even expecting. In two seconds flat, the six-foot-five-inch beast of a man was out cold on the floor. "'Damn it!' she cried, crawling up on top of the bar to try to get a better view. Standing up, she took in the chaotic situation. Before she could determine whether or not Hank was all right, three more guys had joined in on the altercation." Maggie cringed at the sound of beer bottles crashing to the floor and bar stools turning over. The crowd would destroy her bar if she didn't do something about it, and soon. Closing her eyes, she tried to think about what her father would do in this particular situation. In the two decades she had watched him run the Scarlet Saddle, Jim McClure had ended countless brawls on the premises. Nothing immediately came to mind, and it worried her immensely. Counting carefully to three, Maggie opened her lids and looked out to see the chaos had stopped. "'Oh, my God!' one of the girls in line next to the bar shouted. "'Did you see who that was who broke up the fight?' "'Who?' her two blonde friends asked in high-pitched unison. "'Rat Lou 
Lucas, she squealed. No way, the girls replied, making Maggie wonder with irritation if they were doing it on purpose. The Rhett Lucas? Yes, he just stepped right in there, grabbed one of the guys, and pulled him out of the bar. Two of his security guards grabbed the others. It was insane and so freaking hot. Maggie's heart sank. The last person in the entire universe she wanted saving her during a crisis was Rhett Lucas. Frankly, the last time she had seen Rhett hadn't gone the way she really had wanted it to. They had just gotten a secret quickie marriage at the courthouse in Nashville when her father called, announcing he had terminal cancer. While she had rushed home to tend to her dying dad, Rhett screwed practically every wannabe country music cowgirl in the city. Maggie could still remember the day she picked up the tabloid magazine at the local grocery store, paparazzi photos of her husband making out with his tour mate, Jessa Merritt, on the cover. An hour later, she sat in the office of the only lawyer in Broken Branch, having their divorce documents drawn up. They never spoke again, and she had never told anyone besides her lawyer about the marriage. Of course, she'd been busy with her bar, and he'd been busy being one of country music's hottest bad boys. But every once in a while, the nagging feeling of what life would be like if they had stayed together ate away at Maggie's heart and mind.